Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast with our host, Kim Sorrell. Kim, how are you? And I know you're so excited about our guest. I'm doing great, Neil. Thank you. I hope you are, too. And yes, I am so excited about Kay Robertson. She is a treasure. She is gold. She is the wife of Phil. She's a woman that is resilient and wonderful of Duck Dynasty, the matriarch of that whole family. And so, Kay, welcome to the show. I'm so thrilled that you are here. Thank you. And I'm thrilled to be here. And you said nice things about me. (laughs) Well, it's hard to not say nice things about you. And you're hysterical on top of it. I love your sense of humor. And I'm sure it's probably gotten you through sometimes with the family and whatever. You got to kind of be able to laugh at yourself, right? I I don't see how a marriage could work. If you do not have a sense of humor. Yeah, you can't think, have a relationship with two people without a sense of humor. That's right. And we really have one. And we've learned that even as we got older, because some things, if we do them wrong now, we wind up just laughing about it. Well, we used to maybe get mad. We just laugh <laughs> now. Isn't it nice to be older and have that kind of wisdom to know that you should just laugh at stuff and let the little stuff go and it just doesn't matter it's uh i i love it i love being older and and knowing that now and being able to laugh at myself although i have to tell you this is a a question that i've been wanting to ask you my kids are so good at telling me everything i did wrong my adult kids are you ever get that from any of your kids of course i do (laughs) yeah jason and willie will give me a hard time all the time how do you handle it? They just, well, I just ignore them or come back with something. And uh, then they'll say, oh, she loves Jeff. That's the baby, you know. Well, he is sweet. Okay. He does say he loves his mama all the time. And I don't care how old I am or how old he is. I love to hear it. But Jason and Willie will say, uh, Jeff's just buttering up to mama again. He must be- <laughs> I, I have I, I'm I do the same thing with my 80 year old mother and I I guess I always question and do things and not listen. So I guess it's just is it just us men sometimes not listening to their mama? That's correct. That is- <laughs> yeah, there is something different about a daughter, right? I mean, there oh. there's just something different. Yeah, we didn't get a daughter in our life to you know. Just uh, last two or three years, you know, we found Phil's uh, lost daughter. But I had always wanted to have a little girl. But now I see after raising these four boys, rowdy boys, that she would have gotten lost. <laughs> Either that or she would have been a tomboy, right? She'd be, she'd have been out there hunting with everybody and enjoying it. And so, yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you something, Kay. I've got four sons and a daughter. And my daughter was more work than my four sons combined. So count, count your blessings. What I've heard. Don't fuss <laughs> yes. about raising the four boys. And yep. we didn't have a big house. And, you know, boys, they can fit in like a locker room. Boys are not, you know, they can run around in their underwear with each other and all that. <clears throat> and girls, we got to be locked and locked and, you know, they can't. And I don't know how I'd have made it with a smaller house 
if I'd have had a girl then. Hmm. Good point. Good point. Yeah. It, yeah. I think it would have been a whole different dynamic because the boys probably couldn't have run around in their underwear. So there would have been a daughter thrown in the mix. And uh, so I, I love your story, Kay. I love your story. Your story is so powerful and, um, and you share so freely. Not everybody is as open as you are to just share your life. But I know that by sharing your life, you are changing lives. And did you ever expect that your story, as as tough as it was, but as wonderful as it is, as beautiful and redemptive and so great in so many ways, did you ever dream that it would change as many lives as, as it is right now? Never in a million years. But I just got through telling, <clears throat> excuse me, I just got through telling about the first time I ever spoke in a little Baptist church outside of Ruston, Louisiana. And when I got up there, I'd never spoke out like this. And I just stood there and stood there and stood there. And the lady came up that asked me, and she said, let me talk a minute to you. She said, you're nervous, right? And I said, yeah. I didn't even do good in English in school. And I'm going to sit up here and talk to all these ladies. And then she said, let me tell you what I heard. I heard this is what God did for you. And then she went into what was happening in my life for the good. And all of a sudden I said, yeah, that's all true. And she said, then just tell it. And she stepped down and they had to shut me down talking. <laughs> How challenging was it to tell the story the first time to people? <clears throat> Well, you know, it had to be embarrassing, but it was also a free, freeing. Like you're letting go of something that have you bound and you're just free about it. And then all of a sudden you feel better because you told it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I can totally see that because when you hide things, I mean, the Bible even talks about that, right? About when, when you hide things and don't get them out there, then it can be dangerous. It can affect you. It can affect your heart, affect your soul. So oh, a long time ago, nobody told their secrets. They didn't share. They didn't open up. They didn't do all that. They hid them all. And nowadays, uh, they talk. They did everything go and tell. But uh, for me, when I finally did, even though it's embarrassing, a lot of it, it was just so freeing. I, I and I said. God loves me, and I hope you do too. But you know what? This is it. So I'm just telling you, the good, bad, and ugly, here it goes. Now, thinking about Phil now, how was Phil feeling? I mean, you know, you're telling as the the challenges and, and, and abusive relationship it was back in the day. How does Phil feel when it first story was coming out in the church and stuff like Embarrassed. Mm. Embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Easy to tell the worst stuff of your life. Right. Right. I think, though, it's so important for people to hear because people are going through the same thing that, that you went through or have gone through it in the past or or know somebody who is. And to see you guys on the other side of it, that you were able to save your marriage is kind of miraculous that you're that you're in the spot you're in is definitely the hand of God. 
And people need to hear that, that there's such beautiful redemption and that you hung in, that you are the glue that kept it together. So kudos to you for doing that, by the way. I I so admire you. I, I admire that, that you stuck with it. It could not have been easy, I imagine. No, it was not. It's like <clears throat> the worst nightmare you could think of, and you're going to live it. Mm. And totally. uh, yet now, to be able to talk about it and see the good that it brought, and that's what I tell so many women, though. They they say, well, if I could just do what you did, then my marriage will be saved, and that's not always true. You know, that's not. I mean, we just have to follow God, and that's what we do. And we pray and we pray that, and what we do half the time is trying to save people's marriages or bring people to Jesus. And, uh, but sometimes, uh, and I, you know, they just, they can't, they can't go back and they do not want to change, you know. I mean, you just have to understand you, God works and I know he works, but then we have things to do too. And if we can't, you know, give it all up to him, try to hold on to those things of the past, the bad things, because he'll forgive us. We just have to understand that if you put him first, that's the best thing you can do. Amen. Amen. That's so true. So true. And yeah, I I agree. I mean, not, not every marriage uh, will be saved. Not every marriage can make it through. Not every marriage maybe is even meant to be. You know, marriage is so beautiful and so sacred and wonderful and such a a great thing, but it can turn ugly, unfortunately. And, you know, God can help people through whatever and everything. And so, yeah. And then, so then your movie comes out when you're telling your story and it's a hit. Like, it's a hit. So night before it came out, I mean, did you know that, did you have a feeling that it was going to do what it's done? No, I did not. I, I prayed it would do good. And I've always told the boys that we had such a crazy family. And this was when they were young. I said, we ought to have a TV show. It was a joke. That was <laughs> going to really happen. And then it really happened. See, you went and asked for it. There you go, Kay. Ask for the next thing in this brand of, and and I was again talking to your son about that. He sees this brand as so much more than just one of the days of Duck Dynasty. You guys are such a movement, speaking all over the country, bringing people to Jesus, bringing people to their relationships, being that person that bringing family life back. All these different things with the success of the movie. What's next? What do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. Somebody somebody said, is there going to be a part two? Which would be interesting with Phil developing the little duck call. You know, I made we made a million dollars selling duck calls. You know, that was almost impossible to do. It's a great story, but I don't know it'd be enough, you know, to, to carry a whole movie. But all those years of struggling with that business and the things he did, you would not imagine and even how we had to do without. And our boys can tell you all about that. They would love to tell you all about that because they were like, oh, this is the worst thing. We have to get home every day and build duck calls. It's just <laughs> not fair. Yeah. But now, yeah. 
I'd like friends- Sorry, go ahead. They just liked the money that it brought them. But back then, oh, I heard it every day. Other kids don't have to come home and build duck calls all day. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that they were probably the only ones in their school. The only people they knew that that's what they had to do was go home and do that. But, you know, there's there's such a discipline in that. And and it's uh, we live in this world where everything is a quick reward. Right. The drive through. We want everything right now. Everything done right now. And it took a while to see the fruits of all that labor. And what a, an incredible thing to teach your boys. Yeah, I, I do think that was really good for them. I really do. And they knew if they didn't make the duck calls, it would affect how we ate, mm. uh, what kind of foods we would have, and all that. So they knew they had to help and do, and it became just part of who they were. Okay, once you saw the brand, the the, the whole journey begin is it do you think it's when your relationship got better with phil that everything started to come into place is that what really happened in the to, to where to where you guys are today a marriage almost lost and then the marriage regained it was like the difference in somebody almost dying and they come back to life mm. that was yeah. and and you know phil even learned and told his friends because he understood this thank goodness the preacher the one that we love so much. He explained it so much to Phil. He said, it's like you're the old Phil Robertson has died and here's the new one. And that's exactly what it was like. But of course the boys were so worried because they said, well, what if daddy, we take daddy to church and he starts cussing. And I said, number one, he's going to, he's going to be better about that. He'll be embarrassed. So he won't do it. And it's somebody will forgive him. Because he just came out of the world. He's been in a rough place. He's been around people that don't talk nice. It's hard for him to know just how to talk nice. And he'll grow and he'll get out of that. But my boys were like, I'm not even sent with y'all in church, Mama. If Daddy said a cuss word, I would just die. And I said, no, you wouldn't die. And number two is people understand. And I, number three is I don't think he will do it. Yeah, well, and... Uh... I, I love what your preacher said. I love that the old Phil and then like a, a brand new man. I mean, that that's what happens. And so fortunately, you loved the brand new man. It, it wasn't um, anybody that you wanted to walk away from. He became somebody that you wanted to be with. Yeah, I never gave up on him. I guess you could say it like that, even though he kicked us out of the house which the movie will tell you about that. But, you know, I wasn't, I couldn't do anything about that. But it was really hard on the kids. And this, something else, though, that you've got to know is when you live that hard life and when things are all messed up like that, your kids, they're stronger than you think. Mm. And my kids, and we would just pray for them and pray for them and, and just ask God all the time, please get the devil spirit out of your dad because he's got a, he is a good man. But when you hang with people that aren't and you become letting your spirit being taken over by the devil, then you're not going to be a good man. But a good man's in there trying to get out 
And that's what happened. He did get out. And I think you bringing out this, the movie, The Blind, and putting this out there, the the past, the difficult challenges in the past, now more and more conversations are going to go about marriages and, and abuse or women that have been abused, the conversations in church by using this film. How amazing do you think that is? I mean, especially we've seen the growth of Christian films in the last five years and how more and more people are making it this huge event. You had such a great uh, uh, opportunity and it did so well. You got to feel great that now people are going to share this. I've got chills just talking about that with you, with you saying that. It makes me have chills because it is amazing. And I, you know, when my kids were young and they were just funny and crazy and we did crazy things, I would say we should be on TV. We're such a funny family. Now, I never thought in one million years that we would be on TV. It was a joke. I was always saying that to them. And then all of a sudden, when I look up now and we've been on TV, we still on TV. I can't believe it. It's like, yeah. don't say something because you never know what will happen when you say <laughs> That's right. Well, personally, I'm really happy that you said that because here you are and and lives are changing. And this has been such a hit because the story just rings uh, home. I mean, it just hits home for so many people and in so many different ways, even if they didn't have a marriage like yours and Phil's was for a while or married to somebody like Phil, the old Phil. Even if not that, there are so many other lessons in the movie. What what are the most important things you want people to take away from the movie? Well, one thing is, is don't give up on God. Don't give up on God and follow him. And even if it's if you know you're doing all you can to follow him and it's not doing just like you want it to do, don't give up. Just don't give up. Follow God. He's the reason we're here. He gave us our breath. He gave us everything. Follow him. And number two is, what is the point in being so, uh, I know we're all going to be disappointed and stuff like that, but to get completely bitter, to get real hate people and all that, that does you no good. It really does not do any good for anybody, and it never comes to a good end. So I learned a long time ago, don't go that road. The other one is don't even get married if you don't have a sense of humor or try to marry somebody who has one because you're going to need it. <laughs> I mean, so many things now that we laugh about that we used to would, ugh. but now it is so funny because we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the difference, especially because you've been on the set of a reality television show versus a movie? and being there watching someone play you instead of you being on camera. Yeah, that's really different. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. I watched the show. I've seen it three times, but I just can't believe I look and that girl looks like me. She acts like me. I mean, it's really strange. Yeah, it's I would imagine it would be. So I'm glad to hear that you say that she acts like you because that's the most important thing is that she portrays the real Kay. So how do you feel what she did with that? She's a very good ash, act, ash, actress. Sorry, I can't talk now. She's <laughs> very good, and she did a good job, and I can tell she studied me 
and she studied all my little sayings and she just knew knew that personality. And uh, it's really funny, especially since she came from, uh, I believe, England. Wow. We talk about it now because we said they had to go all the way to England to get somebody to play us. <laughs> that's right. Well, you're one of a kind. I mean, they had to search the world over. That's That's awesome. I love that. I love that. And, you know, love is such a big thing, right? Like right. love is just intertwined in all of it. And uh, love is a big part of your life, a big part of your family, you know, your family dinners, your everything, the way you guys stick together uh, after going through everything you've gone through. And still, I mean, life isn't, I'm sure, just perfect. We all have stuff that crops up and things happen and but but the love seemed to always be there. Like, do you do you feel that way? Like, love never. I feel like that somebody's gonna think I'm not telling the truth, but I am, because we have near. I figured it out. We have nearly fifty people in our family. Now I'll attribute Willie to you know he's adopted three times, but you know who knows if he's through yet. But <laughs> I mean, and we have extra people, and we love that. But it is so neat. Because I'm going to be perfectly honest here. We haven't had big fights. Everybody gets along. We love each other. But we're not perfect. We're not. But I'm telling you, it's not what you would think. Uh, and I teach my daughter-in-law's things that they love it. They teach me things that I don't know modern day. Uh, but it's really, it's really almost unreal that I can have this big a family and we all get along. We all love each other. And really, anybody can have a little bitty disagreement. But nobody has had any kind of, like, we don't speak to each other or we're real mad at each other. No, that's just not even there. And I, I feel almost, I don't know how to say it, because I feel like, why did I get this blessing when some people have such trouble in their family? And I, I don't know. I just trust trust God and try. That's what Phil says. Trust God and try. So, so far, so good. And uh, it, you just keep saying things. That's the thing, Kay. What else, do you, what else would you like to accomplish in your life for your family to help people? What, what would be that next thing after this experience where you're helping so many people through this film? What are you... Hoping oh that. my goodness! I cannot think what I could do next. I mean, I I constantly love helping people. I really do. Phil said I've given our money away several times, but we keep getting it back. Yeah, we get it back, <laughs> and that's the truth. But I I just I love people, and I want to help people. And I want to show them that never give up, never give up that God can make that happen. But you're going to follow him no matter what. And if it works out, it's so good. And But sometimes we have to go through hard things, too, because the hard things make us stronger, make us more dependent on God, and make us be able to tell people our stories. I mean, I never thought I could tell my story. I was too embarrassed. But the mm. first time that girl said, well, I thought God did this for you. Well, of course he did that for me. And she said, well, tell it. Tell what he did. 
And then they couldn't shut me up. <laughs> yeah, which is wonderful. Vienna to tell me that it was time to quit. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, so, but uh, I could listen to you for hours, so I can understand why you just kept talking. And there's a lot to say, right? And especially the first time you're telling it to a group of women, where do you stop? I mean, there's there's just, I'm sure, just more to say at any point. And so it would be difficult to know where do you end it. And and so the the blind, the movie, is so fabulous. And like we've talked about, and I know that that um, people are pre-ordering it. It's available on DVD. It's coming out in Blu-ray. And it make a great Christmas gift, a great holiday gift, a great movie to watch on Thanksgiving with the family would be so fun or um, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. It's uh, just so good and so powerful, so powerful. It had, just has such an impact. And it's a beautiful thing, Kay. I, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart that you are that brave and that vulnerable that you would just put yourself out there and, and tell your story. Never thought I would do it either. I'm telling you, I never thought it. But it's like the one time I'd let it go and talking to those women, I wish I could remember what state I was in. I forgot. But, I mean, I just let it go and did everything. And then I had a standing ovation, and everybody stood up. And I was like, did they just stand up? And all I did was tell my story. And mm -hmm. then I thought, I can do this. And people need to hear it because mm -hmm. you don't know how many people if they, if they could just hear your story and if they could just know. And I see somebody now that I thought, oh, they've never struggled in their life. Yes, they have. I found out about it because they shared it with me, just like we did. Well, you'd think if you didn't know the background of this, oh, well, the Robertsons just were great. No, they had struggles. They had hard times. I had uh, the time in the bathroom when I really, you know, just thought about going to sleep and never waking up. That was a true feeling. That was a true thing that happened. And I remember that Alan, when he was nine years old, knocking on a door and saying, Mama, don't cry anymore. He said, God's going to take care of us. He's eight or nine years old. Mm -hmm. You know what? That was his first sermon. He's a minister now. And he said, and Mama, and Mama responded to my first sermon. <laughs> and That's fantastic. Wow. Now, um, best place we can find information on you, Kay, is where, where can we go? Okay, I've got it right here. i got to read it. It's available in digital purchase, or you can buy DVD or Blu-ray. It's coming out all the way. Are you on social media that people can follow you to, Kay? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Well, we just Google you. I'm, I'm not real modern, you can tell that. Instagram. It's okay. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks again, Kay. The pleasure and the the answers to your questions. People need to definitely go see the blind and purchase it. And we appreciate you very much for coming on the show. Well, y'all are a great duo to talk to me, and I appreciate y'all because it makes a lot of difference when you got when you have good people interviewing you. And thank you both for doing that and being that pe those people. Oh, we we appreciate. Oh, thanks you. for that. Thank yeah. you, Kay. Appreciate it. All right. That was a special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast, guys. Take care.